Hi, Mo. Hi, how are you? Hey, man. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Mo, you, uh, you can hear me well? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, Khalid, you there? Hi. Yep, I can hear you. Yep, so everybody's good, right? Yes, great. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, the, the, let me just introduce myself and the show. I'm Ralph uh, from Palindrome. And this uh, this podcast is called uh, Let's Talk About the Future of Blogs for Businesses. And uh, this is my colleague Khalid, also from Palindrome. Khalid, can you say hi? Hi. Hi, Mo. Hi, nice to meet you guys. Okay, so we're online by our guest Mo. Uh, Mr. Mo Tariq, right? Is that correct? Yes. Correct. Okay, cool. Could, could could you tell us uh, a little bit about what you do and what your company does, please? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, maybe we go uh, just a little bit uh, back in history. Um, I've been uh, an entrepreneur for uh, about 20 years of my life. Uh, in 2015, I um, experienced a eureka moment where I realized that uh, our planet was not doing uh, well was not okay. Um, humanity has been over-consuming and, and dumping all kinds of pollutants. And I realized that one of the fastest growing streams of waste in the world uh, is, is actually electronics. Uh, as, as you see the proliferation of things like uh, 5G, IoT, robotics, AI, etc. Devices are becoming more and more smart and more and more technology is coming into our lives, but we don't really have a proper way uh, of discarding. Uh, those electronics at the end of their lifetime uh, and, and and some of those electronics are even made uh, in order not to be usable after a few short years so um, in 2018 uh, I started with my co-founder Nehid uh, this company called Earth and what we do is we make it easy for uh, people and businesses uh, to recycle their electronics we make it easy by picking up the electronics for free from their location to make it very easy uh, as well as as we reward uh, them with cash uh, depending on uh, the amount of items that they have recycled. Well, oh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah I, um, I understand that Earth focuses primarily on e-waste, uh, um, right? So I'm just wondering, like, what's yeah. Earth's process in general for recycling e-waste and electronic devices? And also, well, in your opinion, what's the um, the difference in environmental damage compared to like other forms of recyclable waste? Like we understand that there's general waste and then there's electronic waste, and then we get this this habit where like the consumer on the consumer side, you like to mix electronics with you know everybody just kind of mix mixes trash together, and that I understand that that creates a lot of inefficiency as well, right? Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so first of all, uh, Earth is an authorized collector by the Department of uh, Environment in Malaysia, the Jabatan Alam Sekitar. So we basically um, commit to uh, the Jabatan Alam Sekitar that 100% of the e-waste that we collect is channeled to uh, the government licensed recycling facilities, which means that uh, they use all of the best available technology in order to extract uh, the, the valuable materials inside that waste but whatever residual waste remains after that extraction process is basically neutralized uh, so basically a small amount of residual waste still remains after the extraction process and before it is deposited in the land 
landfill, uh, this uh, small amount uh, is basically neutralized uh, in the best available technology according to the uh, rules uh, set by the government. So um, it is uh, basically a 10 times better uh, to recycle your electronics um, than basically dump it, dumping it in the landfill. What happens if you actually dump it in the landfill? Um, basically, electronics are not like uh, paper cartons or even like uh, uh, beverage cans. Uh, actually, electronics uh, are almost impossible for uh, the environment to decompose it uh, very fast. It could stay there in the landfill for, uh, you know, uh, thousands or hundreds of thousands of years, uh, believe it or not. So we use it for a few short years, but it basically uh, has no way for the environment in order to um, uh, uh, decompose or uh, get rid of these um, uh, elements uh, and that's why it is very important that we do not mix it with our other trash because uh, it gets contaminated by the organic matter food uh, uh, drink and, and and also other other materials in the household trash and, and then it becomes non-recyclable and then there's no choice but to just put it in the landfill uh, as it is and this is a little bit like uh, you know a country like Malaysia with 160 landfills this is a little bit like uh, uh, you throwing a party and then the next morning asking your children uh, to clean it up. Uh, this is exactly what we're doing as a humanity. We're just dumping the stuff which we don't know how to uh, how to sort properly. We don't know how to recycle properly. We just dump it in the landfill and then wait for the next generation uh, to have you know contaminated soil, contaminated water, and then they basically um, uh, try to uh, fix it uh, themselves uh, without um, without uh, any uh, existing technology that can handle it. So the best way to do this is to actually separate the stuff uh, at the source, uh, which is the consumer. Once the consumer uh, has used the device and it reached the end of its lifetime, uh, they are in the best position to actually separate it from the rest of the waste and give it to a recycler like us. And in return for that, uh, we pay them cash. Uh, so it is as easy as throwing it in the trash because we come to your doorstep and carry it away. Uh, but it's better because you even get paid for it. Wow. Yeah. And, and the re repercussions, uh, pretty scary stuff. Yeah. Like, so I guess what you're saying is that on the consumer side, we need to develop a sense of social responsibility in a way. But also at the same time, I'm wondering as well, like, what are your thoughts on, on the, the social and environmental responsibilities of businesses on the business side? Like, you know, corporations right now, we're in an era where it's a digital era, right? Like electronics, e e-smart devices are on the rise like this is that era where all of these digital devices the production is insane right honestly so what, what kind of what kind of impact do you think um, the, these businesses can make by integrating a solution like like yours to their operating oh, process that's 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 actually a great question because you know uh, in Malaysia actually by law all of the big publicly listed companies need to submit a sustainability report and, and actually you'd be surprised how many of those big companies do not actually refer to any kind of uh, e-waste management in their sustainability reports but actually uh, e-waste recycling not only does it uh, contribute to uh, revenue like uh, like back to the company but it's also one of the best ways uh, to 
um, uh, protect the environment and also to offset greenhouse gas emissions. So let me just tell you a, a small story. In 2019, my co-founder and I, we, uh, we were in 2019 the only two employees in the company. We basically um, uh, collected and recycled more than 100,000 uh, kilos of electronic waste. So that's like more than 100 tons. Uh, and uh, the greenhouse gas emissions that we have reduced by properly recycling those 100 tons is equivalent to planting 20,000 trees. So imagine two people, uh, 20,000 trees, so basically 10,000 trees each. Uh, what would it have taken? How much effort would it have taken me to plant 10,000 trees in a year? It, it would basically, I can already tell you, it would have taken 24 hours uh, of my time per day and, and basically doing it for the entire year. So I didn't have to do that. I just had to recycle uh, those 100 tons. Uh, well, basically my share is 50 tons and that was already offset the equivalent of 10,000 trees. So that's a pretty good environmental impact. So if you extrapolate these kinds of numbers to a large company that has, let's say, 5,000 or 10,000 employees, the environmental impact is is really significant. Yeah, definitely. That sounds like a huge, a huge, like, like yeah, I, I, I totally get what you're saying. Two people, two founders of your company doing their part and the huge environmental impact that it left, I mean, the positive impact that it left behind. Can you imagine like all of the um, the enterprises, the SMEs, the corporations, the big companies, especially the big companies in Malaysia, um, you know, signing up for something like this, a solution like this, and uh, the impact can be just amazing, I think. I, I never met a company that doesn't want to increase its income, no matter how, you know, I, I mean, okay, for a big company that generates billions of ringgit uh, per year, maybe uh, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands uh, are, are not really uh, very significant. But if you uh, couple that with a great story to add to their sustainability report, uh, then then it really starts to become uh, even uh, much more meaningful uh, for, for the company and its shareholders and the company's image so uh, it is very very important not just for the money the money is a nice thing of course but also because the environmental impact is so huge and we are starting to see companies like DHL I mean DHL is our client and, and, and they are you know in over 200 countries around the world they have actually uh, taken a pledge a few years ago that they actually want to be the world's first uh, like carbon neutral logistics company so of course in the logistics business it's impossible not to burn fuel for example it's because you need the fuel for the for the cars and, and you, you know the vans and lorries and the planes and, and all that so how they're trying to offset that is actually by um, u- utilizing their underutilized uh, routes underutilized vehicles and so on to help uh, sustainability companies like us uh, to basically, for example, collect the, the e-waste from our different drop-off points uh, and things like that. So not only do they recycle their e-waste with us, but they're also uh, supporting uh, our logistics operations by uh, collecting some of the e-waste from our uh, different drop-off points, which we have about 30 in Klang Valley right now, but we are quickly trying to ramp it up to at least uh, 500 uh, drop-off points in the near future. Oh, so there's like a big, there's a big cooperation kind of, there's a cooperation kind of aspect going on with these. And yeah, like I, 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 I that's what I really like about the, um, the concept behind Earth as well, because it's kind of like a win-win solution, especially when it comes to um, the B2B side, the, the enterprises, you know, the, the companies, because I mean, let's face it, businesses, you know, their main, their main priority is profit. And at the end of the day, profit is what they focus on. But with Earth, you know, you get 
the environmental sustainability together with kind of like the bottom line. You're kind of, in a way, complementing the bottom line as well because Earth um, focuses on environmental environmental um, environmental sustainability and also kind of like you know paying them like there's the money there's the money part as well. So I, I think it's very well, very comprehensive, very 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 nicely, very nicely done. Ralph, do you have anything to add? Um, well, basically, um, uh, the only thing I would say is that, uh, you know, one of the unfortunate um, um, stories that we uh, hear sometimes from, from companies is that, uh, the, you know, every finance department, uh, when the company makes a purchase of IT assets, you know, new computers, servers, printers, whatever. So uh, the finance department probably needs to keep track of uh, the, those number of assets so that they could basically depreciate them over time. And then at some point, the finance department uh, decides that, okay, you know, five-year depreciation or 10-year depreciation, whatever, that the book value of those IT assets has, has gone down to zero. So they basically send uh, send a list of these uh, written-off assets to the IT department, for example, and then just inform the IT department, just get rid of them. Now the book value of these items are zero. So without a proper e-waste uh, program in place, what could happen is that someone at the IT department or someone at the warehouse or something like that would either improperly dispose uh, the items or they would properly dispose them to a recycler but the money that comes uh, from uh, those assets goes into the pocket of, of that person rather than to the company itself and that's why it's very important that the company at the strategic level understands that whatever ways they are producing especially uh, IT assets because they do have a significant material value they would have a program in place where the finance department let's say one month before they write off those assets they would request quotes from recycling companies like us of how much we are willing to pay uh, for those assets so that they ensure that this money goes actually to the company the rightful owner of the properties and not just uh, basically uh, either the non-rightful uh, owner of the assets or they become improperly disposed and unaccounted for right right definitely i think i think that just boils down to kind of like corporate inefficiency maybe like maybe like the internal structure of, of the corporation that you're dealing with it's not it's not uh you know up to par or you know it, it, that there's some room for improvement i guess these are kind of like the nicks the, the you know the the little things that need to be ironed out when it comes to when it comes to a very forward-thinking um solution concept like this i guess i guess we still have a lot of a lot of um we have we have a long way to go in terms of like you know social responsibility you know environmental sustainability within the the b2b within the b2b sector i think definitely and this is maybe the place where it would be appropriate to say that uh, i think blogs uh, could play a very important role because our business uh, if you look at maybe the majority of people um, I definitely think we are at the early adopter stage uh, so so let's say majority of people either don't know that they should recycle or if they know they should recycle they don't know what is the best way to recycle and so on so uh, there is a responsibility uh, on our shoulders you know to produce enough content that raises the awareness and educates 
both uh, households and businesses uh, about why they should be doing this and and how much value they will be getting uh, both for themselves as well as the environment so i think that uh, I, i i believe that blogs is is definitely a way to do it and, and not just uh, uh, you know text content i also think that they should be a video content and an audio content like the podcast we're doing just basically uh, every kind of way to uh, increase the awareness and, and blogs is definitely an important part of that yeah yeah definitely I, i i definitely agree with that like the educational aspect is definitely a strong one especially when it comes to um a very uh, when it comes to innovative innovative solutions innovative startup concepts like this i think the educational aspect is 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 a crucial is a crucial one because it's new you know it isn't it isn't traditional or conventional in that in the sense in the same sense as as you know um the older industries that have been around i think this is kind of like a new thing so like naturally education comes first and when it comes to awareness and exposure definitely blogs content marketing in general is definitely a big thing and i see that earth has done quite a, a fair share of of um these initiatives as well like i see that you've got a pretty interesting video i think it's by ali pay on your website yeah, i see how that's correct i was thinking really really nice stuff and um i know that earth has been featured on various platforms as well um, but do you do you produce original content blog posts for earth is there like a designated blog for earth uh so uh, actually I, i i have to be uh, honest here uh, during the mco period w- w- you know which still hasn't ended uh, this was our our time to kind of uh, go back and regroup some of our online presence and so on so we just relaunched a new website during this mco uh, and we're we're now in the process of producing some content uh, uh which will be part of our new website so uh, we do have a team of uh, interns working on the content and uh, this is something that has been long overdue but we just has been experiencing like uh, you know exponential growth uh, over the last year and a half since we started so um we we've just had our hands full uh, but now uh, this mco has given us the chance to go back to the drawing board uh, we di- did already uh, launch the new website but not the blog section yet so i've been blogging uh on my linkedin page uh and that has uh, gotten a good attention uh for example i um, uh, summarized my uh, trip to china where uh we had uh, participated in uh, two competitions uh one in hangzhou and the other in shenzhen and we actually won the top prize in both competitions one for was for uh, international youth innovations and the other one was a hackathon for uh digital inclusion uh so uh, i did share uh some of those uh the summary of my trip uh on on my linkedin and also um some of the other news updates like when we were uh named the best environmental impact sme in 2019 by the european union and the un so uh i've been sharing with the community some of that but uh, but uh, the point of the blog um uh, on our website is not going to be uh, self promotion or, or bragging or about prizes or anything like that it will be really about uh, producing a real content that can really educate open the eyes so this is what we are uh, working on right now and and once the that uh, content is in good shape a good enough shape we will definitely launch it on our website okay cool definitely nice definitely yeah like i i i like right now um the ems with the mco going on right now as well like um us at palindrome as well we we've been helping um currently we we're helping a lot of a lot of SMEs and and startups 
with that with that initiative as well like we do believe that the opportunity that comes with the MCO is like you said taking right. a step back looking right. at the marketing yeah the brand awareness looking at um you know content marketing blog posts looking at educating the the consumer and you know helping people genuinely helping people with information informative content and then uh you know when the mco is over uh what what's left what you're left with is um, a strong brand a presence online good digital presence good social presence changing the mindset of people you know like uh because this is also a mindset thing you know get, get, getting them into the mindset to uh think about sustainability and things like that uh, both businesses and um because you 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 deal both with b2b and b2c like, like with people and with businesses right correct yes yeah so there's two different sides and um yeah definitely i can see blog content playing into that and i i i look forward to seeing your new website and your new blog soon yes it will it is coming very very soon i believe that uh, um uh, we have covered some good ground on the content creation uh, uh and and we are basically um uh, working on both uh, b2c and b2b Uh, yeah. relevant content because we do have a, a different uh, way of 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 uh, recycling for because households are like only a few items and they just want a, a pickup but uh, the the bigger companies might might uh, have a, a bigger process because they actually go through an audit and they need the DOE paperwork and they also need a quote so they can compare the offers from different companies so there will be uh, kind of a content for both uh, but maybe the consumer content will be more like Like, uh, video content or something uh, short and sweet uh, because consumers maybe don't uh, are not specialized in this so they don't have time to sit and read you know very in-depth articles but maybe the b2b uh, will be able to to read the in-depth articles and and so on so we are uh, now going through the process of um, determining what type of content uh, works for both and also producing uh, some content which we can launch the blog with So maybe you could um uh let the listeners know your uh blog URL I I mean your yeah your blog and your website URL it's- Yeah sure uh the, our website is very simple it's earth e r t h uh, dot uh, app app uh, as an application so it's app e r t h dot app uh, that is the official website and that is also where Uh, the blog uh, will appear once it's launched uh, for the time being if they do want to learn more about what we do they simply go to earth.app and they scroll down to the very bottom where they will find a 5 minute mini documentary made by Alipay about earth and it explains pretty much um, you know a lot of our operations and why e-waste should be recycled uh, and things like that although i i should say that this um, documentary was made one year ago in april uh, 2019 so So, uh, the numbers that we talk about like at that time we had only done like about 15 tons of e-waste so now we've done 10 times more than uh, what we had done uh, by then uh, so just uh, maybe some of these outdated numbers but in general the message is still the same and uh, it would be a good introduction to the work that we do awesome so yeah i i really do look forward to hearing more from you and with that uh, i want to thank you for being on the show and Yeah. Thank you very much, Mo. It was a great pleasure having you on. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks. I wish you a great day and uh, see you after the MCO. Okay, thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. See you. Bye. Bye-bye.